0: chapter 19. If you want to turn there, it will be up here behind me. Good Friday is what we're celebrating, and and Good Friday is, is the day that we celebrate what Christ has done for us. We gather and we consider, we ponder the love of Christ, the grace of Christ, and the incredible sacrifice that Christ made on our behalf. He made for us. So I want to discuss What Jesus accomplished on this day, the day that we celebrate today, that first Good Friday. What did Jesus accomplish? He accomplished our salvation. He accomplished the healing of our relationship with God and with one another. He accomplished forgiveness. And so we're going to pick up on the story of the crucifixion in the the Gospel of John. And we're going to pick up right at the end of it because... There's a section here that I don't think we pay enough attention to. And so we're going to tonight. We're going to spend a little time on it. It's John chapter 19. We're going to start in verse 28 of John chapter 19. After this, when, John, when Jesus knew that everything was now finished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, he said, I'm thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was sitting there, so they filled it, fixed a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it up to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. Then bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. So this, this idea of it is finished, I want to talk first from the context, as usual, I want to talk about the context of what where we're at Uh, this is again the the story of the crucifixion in the gospel of John and the context is we're at the very end of this crucifixion Jesus has already been betrayed he's already been uh, on trial for blasphemy he's already been scourged he's already been chosen by the crowd over Barabbas to be executed he's already been nailed to the cross this is the end The finale. And and these are the last words, as recorded by John, that Jesus says. It is finished. So, what did he finish? Well, he finished prophecies. Prophecies were finished. Verse 28 tells us Jesus knew everything was finished that the scripture might be fulfilled. Jesus had been telling his disciples all along that he came for this purpose. He'd been telling them over and over again, as a matter of fact, that He came for this purpose. He came to die. He he came to die from the very beginning. From His birth, He came to die. From Genesis 3, when God said that there would be a Messiah, He came to die. Isaiah said He came to die. Jeremiah said He came to die. Jesus said He came to die. So the prophecies are fulfilled. The prophecies of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Psalm 22, and, and many other Psalms, all fulfilled because the Messiah has come to save the world from its sin. I mean, in, you know, in, in John chapter 13, we have the story before Jesus is arrested, he washes the feet of his disciples. We're told about that in John chapter 13. And, and this is a, a ritual, this is something that's done at the end of a journey, it's kind of a celebration at the end of a journey to have your feet washed. And so Jesus was even in the things he did, was showing us that his journey was coming to an end. He was showing his disciples, their journey had, was coming to an end, they were no longer going to be disciples, they were going to go forth as apostles now, ones who are sent out to tell the story. Of what Jesus did. Everything Jesus did, everything Jesus said leads to this moment, this time, that Jesus is crucified. And there's and, and, and what are his last words? It is finished. Now there's something something about that phrase that I want you to know. I want to spend just a a couple of minutes on this phrase because it is finished in the Greek is one word. It's tetelestai. Now, tetelestai has incredible meaning. It has incredible uses both inside and outside the Bible. There are four major uses of this word. The first one is to carry out the will of another. They use the word tetelestai to say, I carried out the will of another. Like... It's used outside the Bible when, when a superior gives an order to an underling to, to finish something, to complete something. That that underling, that soldier, would say, Tetelestai, I've completed the, the work you gave me. I've completed the thing you told me to go do. Jesus continually said that he was here to do the will of his Father. In fact, if, if you think about in John 4, Uh, when Jesus is talking to the Samaritan woman and the disciples come and say, you need to eat, he tells them the will of God is my food. Jesus came to do the will of his Father. He came to do the will of God. And so, to Telestai, it is finished. He's completed the will of God. Another use is to carry to its end or complete. It's to finish something. Verse 28 tells us that Jesus completed the prophecies of Scripture and and He had to complete those to be the Messiah. He finished the work. He completed the the grace of God to us. He completed forgiveness for us. He completed showing us the, the forgiveness of God, the grace of God, the love of God. His mission is complete. It is finished. He came and completed the mission he was sent here for. It also means to fulfill or satisfy an obligation. To would actually be written on a bill when the bill was paid. It meant to satisfy an obligation or a debt. So if, if, you, if you owed somebody money when you paid them off, they would write to telesty on the bill saying you were paid in full. Jesus came to pay the price we owe. He came to pay the price for our sin. And it is paid in full. The debt is completely satisfied. The obligation is completely fulfilled. All in this moment. All in Jesus. On the cross. It is finished. The price is paid in full. And the debt is completely fulfilled and completely satisfied. That also means to carry out a religious sacrifice. Now, this this word is used to, to describe the entire process of a sacrifice, from choosing the lamb to preparing the lamb to putting the sin on the lamb's head to butchering the lamb to sprinkling the blood. All of that is covered in this one word, to complete the sacrifice, to telesty. Jesus came, and by his virgin birth, sinless life, and the death we, we read about tonight, he completed the sacrifice. In fact, he was the perfect sacrifice. So he came and became the ultimate sacrifice, because he was the perfect sacrifice, It is finished. Jesus completed the the need for the sacrificial system, and he completed the ultimate sacrifice by being the perfect sacrifice. Jesus finished it. He finished it all. We put put a lot of stock in the last words of somebody. Somebody. We, we think there's a lot of meaning in what, the, what a person says just before they die. This is what Jesus chose to say, according to John. The last words of Jesus before he dies, it is finished. I've carried out the will of the Father who sent me. I've completed the mission I was sent to do. I've paid the price in full. And the debt is fully satisfied. I've completed the ultimate sacrifice by being the perfect sacrifice. This is what we celebrate tonight. We celebrate that it is finished. We no longer work for our salvation. We no longer think that we have to to do religious activity. We no longer think... That, that it's important that we do this stuff or that stuff. We don't have to, to do acts of contrition. It is finished. Jesus came and showed us the forgiveness of God. Finished. The grace of God. The love of God. The mercy of God. He embodied all of those for us. And it is finished. That's what we celebrate tonight. And that's what we celebrate in the Lord's Supper. And so we're going to begin the Lord's Supper. Now on Good Friday, we do it a different way than normal. We we Kevin's going to man this table and I'll man this one. And if you want to come up as a family group, and we'll just celebrate as a family with one of these two tables, if you would like to... Celebrate on your own. Without Kevin or I, just say so and we'll step back. So let's, let's celebrate the Lord's Supper. Let's celebrate. It is finished.